and welcome to Talking in ASMR. My name is Brittany. No! Wait! I am, <laughs> I am one of your co-hosts. I got my shoe in her. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Just kidding! And across, this is Talking in Tangents. Duh. Uh, across from me is my co-host. I'm going to turn myself down because I yelled. Across from me is my co-host, Max. Oh, Introduce. Oh. Reintroduce yourself. Oh, man. That made me feel lots of feelings, all of which were inappropriate. (laughs) 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 Uh, Hello. Hi. Hello. This is is Megs. What's what's up, y'all? How's it hanging? Is it hanging all right? See. Left or the right? I was, I was, it's because we're talking tangents. We don't really have topics all the time. And so I was looking up, what can we talk about today? And I was, (laughs) there was this one article that said, you could have a podcast that's exclusively ASMR. And I was like, huh. I'm like, that's the intro for today then, ASMR. <laughs> and here's the thing, though, is I'm actually torn because I actually like some ASMR. Yeah. Um, I have gone down YouTube rabbit holes and, like, certain things I find calming. Kind of in the same realm where if I really like to watch, like, nature documentaries david attenborough that considers to me to be asmr just a calming british man voice um but also like um soap cutting i really like that because that one also sounds cool but also it's visually very pretty yeah google soap cutting on youtube yeah it's like like that yeah so like calming the calming noise asmr 100 percent down for sand you know noises cutting things um, little tappy things. I do like those kind of ASMRs. I don't like it when it starts to be like sexual oh. <laughs> and then it ruins it for me because then yeah. I'm like, like, no. Like, uh. But then like, like just personally, if someone whispered in my ear, I'd be like totes down for that. Like, so then that, like hearing someone else whisper to me, I'm just kind of like, oh, this is weirdly sexual. I don't want to feel feelings. Yeah, I love my last ASMR video I watched was like an older lady who had like, a oh she had one of those microphones that are furry and she was just petting the microphone but she was yeah. doing it in a very sultry way and i hated it because have- it was like a i'm being ageist but she was very old and like looking at your sultry while petting a furry mic and i'm just like i'm not well, into like, this and that's the thing too is they have a very specific different kinds of microphones that they'll use for different tapping and stuff uh-huh. um i watched um one of my favorite YouTube creators is Sophia. I don't know if you're familiar with her. No. Nope. <laughs> a lot of the stuff she makes or she does are videos on, like, destroying things. So, like, Ooh, she's like, nice. I took all these lipsticks from Sephora and melted them all together into a mega lipstick color. I took all the eyeshadow palettes and made, like, a mega eyeshadow. One of my favorite ones is she took all the Bath & Body Works candles and, like, melted chunks from them all together to make this mega candle. But she does other stuff too. But she used to be on BuzzFeed. Now she has her own YouTube channel. And wow. She moved recently, so I don't know. I don't think she has a lot of new content. But a lot of her older stuff is like, I'm going to take all these things and melt them all together. That reminds me when I was little, I would put all my shampoos and like my mom's random perfumes into this little tiny bottle that I had. And I was like, this is the magic potion. Yeah, yeah. So she just like fucks with shit. But anyway, like back to the ASMR tag. Yeah. Um, she did an episode where she kind of like talks about ASMR and like does an episode on ASMR and like 
part of it's really funny because she's like she's not making fun of it but she also is just kind of like quirky and weird and she'll she'll like say random things um but guys she was like you know hey like i'm not hating here i actually really enjoy some of our videos but she's it's still a humor humor youtube so she like i forgot what exactly she does but like look it up later it's amusing but anyway um sweet let's do uh it's it's an odd it's not tangent excuse me oh no it's (laughs) fine i started it uh let's talk about how we're doing yeah, um, mental health. How are you doing? How am I doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm all right. I actually had to, like, use a sick day yesterday. I wouldn't necessarily call it, like, a, a, a lie sick day. Mental health day. It was a mental health day for sure. I definitely didn't... Body f- health day. Yeah. I definitely didn't feel good. Um, I think my body is starting to kind of catch up with me on working so much. And just, like, I was having lots of weird body aches and pains and all sorts of unpleasant things. And I just woke up, and I remember, like, getting out of bed and being like, ugh, I feel like trash. But I didn't remember drinking that much or at all. I've been kind of cutting down on alcohol during my work days. Mm -hmm. So um, I just felt, I felt hungover, but not hungover. Where I was just like, oh, everything hurts. I'm like, maybe I'll take a shower. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, maybe I'll take a shower. I'm going to be a little late for work than I normally am. It's fine. So I like, take a shower. I get out. And then I just kind of like laid in my bed after the shower. And was like, I, I, I can't. I have to be that guy. So then like last minute at like 830 in the morning, I was like, hey, um, would it be possible if I like called out sick today? I'm just really feeling like trash. I felt like terrible yesterday and just got out of the shower. I'm just not feeling really much better. And I don't feel like I'll be much help today. Ended up being totally fine. <laughs> I didn't hear from him for like a hot minute. So I like, was like sadly slowly walking Start to my car. <laughs> so I'm like walking my car and my roommate's like, hey, you okay? And I'm like, I have to go to work. And I tried to call out sick and I feel like trash and I can't call out sick. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, okay, well, if they send me home, I might be back. So like sauntering to my car, like pouting and just being like, I hate today. This is stupid, stupid Tuesday. And then I immediately get a text being like, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. You can call. I'll just throw it at ADP. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. And then I, like, walked back up to the apartment. And she's like, oh, welcome back. And I'm like, I'm yeah, in bed now. I'm hungry. <laughs> and so, like, literally. I, I literally got home, took off my pants, ate a yogurt very slowly, took some, like, ibuprofen to, like, calm my head and my body pains, and then just laid and slept. And then after a really good nap, I woke up and did like what my mom usually does when she's like calls out sick. Like I did a little laundry. Yeah, catch and up. I like swept around the <laughs> catch house. Catch up on life. And then like just kind of relaxed. And then while I was waiting for my laundry, I was just laying down and just resting. Good. And then I finished my laundry. And then I was like, I think I'm gonna go grocery shop. So then I like slowly sauntered and got some groceries and like. Just like went through, but I just like it still felt like crap. But it was still just like a productive mental health. Oh slash yeah, sick for day. sure. And also, you just feel better when you know you're not working. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I feel like the nap really helped, and then the medicine helped, mm-hmm. and then just me not having to do large physical labor helped. I just my body is just really just yelling at me now at this point. Yeah. Like even today at work, I was just like slowly just kind of going through the motions and I'm like ah I really I'm trying really hard to like get through this whole working seven days because I'm very close to like paying off bills I just watched my credit score jump like 100 points which is awesome 100 points yeah that's a lot 
Well, uh, that's how bad my credit score is to begin with. So <laughs> the fact that it jumped that much in the last couple months, I'm like, all right, tight. We're making progress. Woo. We're slowly but surely just chipping away without taking out a loan. So I'm like proud of myself, but I'm just very much tired and in pain and like trying to think positive. And I'm like, there's an end goal. There's a reason. There's a method behind the madness. And... Um, it's it's fine. I'm just I just everything kind of hurts and I'm dying slowly, but um, other than that, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> oh man, um, I'm doing pretty good. Mm, yeah, my life's not really that exciting right now. Um, literally, I think that's the only thing. <laughs> I'm just living life, man. Uh, I mean, works. Yeah, things dream. been. Living the dream. I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. I had a dream last night that I was best friends with my fiance, one of my fiance's exes. And that was a wild dream. It was such a wild dream because I was like, how do I know so much about you? Ooh, you got to tell me later what that oh, ex is. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. It was so bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, I and, need to know. And I yeah, I have a lot of weird dreams. I need and, to know which one you picked because I know them all. Oh yes, no, it's a, it's an easy one. It's an easy one. But uh, yeah, I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately. Uh, that I think that's the only thing that's been crazy in my life. Work's been nuts because everything's reopening, and I get have to talk to all the people who are reopening, and it's a grand old time, and the days are flying by. The sunshine is up. My baby wakes up earlier and i'm becoming sleep deprived i chugged a red bull this morning i'm gonna chug a red bull tomorrow morning uh (laughs) it's fine i actually had eight shots of espresso today and i was talking to someone with my hand on my hip and i realized i was shimmying (laughs) i was shimmying with my hands on my hip because I was twitching you, so much. You guys can't just, see right now, but we're both just like, na 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 Because my body couldn't handle the caffeine intake. Oh, man. When I have too much caffeine, I'll be, like, randomly quiet. And then all of a sudden, I'll just be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and oh, just, yes. like, yell randomly. And everyone's I, like, Jesus. I have like, oh, sorry. Yelled. I had too much matcha. Ah! <laughs> also, people were making me so angry on the road today. So, so, so angry. No one knows how to drive anymore post-pandemic. So fucking stupid. I'm upset. Someone cut me off today and their license plate had Oklahoma on it. And guess what, Oklahoma? I still hate you. I left, I left Texas five years ago. I still hate you. Yeah, I don't have very many deal breakers, but if you're from Oklahoma, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but it's just in my blood. I was trained at my university to hate you. Literally, I was. <laughs> it was a very intense rivalry. So. Oh, man. Well, uh, it's funny that you mentioned deal breakers because uh, that's actually what our topic is today. I had a fun little yeah. a fun little Instagram, little Snoopy Snoop. If you follow my personal Instagram, I asked uh, I asked some questions that some people answered, and uh, I thought it'd be fun to talk about today. Yeah, it's like uh, questions and answers, but it's about shit that y'all really care about, and that's the dumb people in your life. <laughs> Who make should things I, difficult? And should I date them? Should I leave them? <laughs> Please. For the love of God. Yeah. For Oklahoma, I'm leaving you. Sorry. I'm leaving you, Oklahoma. 
Yeah, Oklahoma. Nobody likes Oklahoma. Maybe no. the musical. I do like the musical. I know one song. That's it. The Besides Oklahoma that, song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't hate you. I hate your state. I don't know why. I just hate it. You know why? Actually, I know why. I'm answering my own question. Tornadoes. Tornadoes suck. Y'all get so many of them. I'm so sorry. Yeah. How do you but... feel about Kansas? <laughs> Gallery, sorry. Yes, Dor- <laughs> Dorothy's from there. Dorothy's nice. So is Auntie M. Auntie nice. So for that reason, Kansas, you get another point. Kansas is all right. You had Wizard of Oz, Oklahoma at Oklahoma, but in my book, Wizard of Oz wins. I mean, Oklahoma's like a three-hour musical, so it's not that great. All right. Speaking <laughs> of musicals, better dive into pop culture. Yeah. We go. Let's go. No more Shrek this time. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're back with pop culture. <laughs> we're gone for, let's see, two seconds. Okay. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back from the two-second break. <laughs> Thank you, sponsors. Silence and God. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Silence and God. <laughs> They're always there for you. Ah, uh, sweet. Actually, no, not sweet. I, there is no silence in this world. I hear crickets in the background. There's never true silence yeah, not anywhere. I, not where I live either. If we'd be recording at my house, it would be like fi- fireworks. Oh my God, fireworks. That's right. There's constant fireworks now at my house. It I makes, don't know what people are celebrating in Buena Park, but y'all need to chill. Dude, same here. Every night I'm like, <gasps> there's a shooting. And then yeah. I hear the crackle. I'm like, oh, it's a firework. Which, I mean, welcome to 2021. There's either some sort of shooting or, or some celebration sort of, or fireworks. Yeah, you never know anymore. We're all, we're all desensitized. Anyway, yeah, what's going on in the world, y'all? Alrighty, so let's go to a virtual world. The most beautiful virtual world in the entire world world god damn it said world to so many times uh breath of the wild 2 uh was announced at the e3 conference you know at the e3 conference it is the largest video game conference in the world i think it might be a world no it's not worldwide but i think it used to get held in florida or california one of the two it's a great conference i used to watch the youtube streams of it all the time when i was little when I was little, that was like early high school and middle school. A lot of YouTubers like to go to E3 conferences as well. Um, but anyway, I watched the trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. It's a Breath of the Wild, if you don't know, is in the Legend of Zelda series. It was released on the Switch. I think Switch and maybe the Wii U. And it is a beautiful, beautiful world. It is basically Nintendo Skyrim. And all the characters are pretty. The world is pretty um and it's honestly pretty hard gameplay so it's it's a game that both kids and adults can enjoy it's pretty damn hard i am if anyone has any tips on how to get through the the ninja town hideout thing the clan the higa clan that's what they're called hit me up because i am struggling but anyway, uh, it's a beautiful. I'm really, really excited for this game to come out because my fiance is about to go on tour again, and when my baby goes to sleep, I need that escape. That's not watching television. I want to watch myself accomplishing things. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm Tasks. doing something with my life, missions, and doing Tasks. nothing at the same time. But anyway, that's my only like pop culture update. I don't know. The world hasn't been that exciting to me. This week, I guess. Yeah, I mean, honestly, same. I have my own personal pop culture kind of 
exploration. Um, I've now that I've kind of jumped back into Spotify, I've been down the wild world of music. Yep. And um, with that comes lots of rabbit holes, and I've I've had this I've had this rabbit hole before, but like recently I've really dived into it because I've been so just kind of like tired with my music and wanted something kind of happy and up yeah i wanted something kind of a little bit happy uplifting you know a different different genre so to speak and i fell into k-pop stuff so i know i'm a little late to the game as most older people are you know how i was talking about e3 uh Mm -hmm. conference on youtube when i was little Mm -hmm. around that same time as when i was into (laughs) k-pop except it was girl bits yeah so i mean like and that's where i most remember k-pop stuff is like i remember like years ago like a lot really of really like, cute girls yeah all the mm-hmm. cute girl bands come out and like some of them had like the little outfits and like i i remember all that so i'm i'm familiar with that stuff and i enjoyed all that but mostly just like because they have really cool music videos oh yeah but cool recently yeah like cool dance moves but recently i fell down the bts rabbit hole and i'm very confused by it and by confused by it, I'm like, oh, I really like these songs. They're, like, catchy and, like, fun. I was basically, like, looking up to see what the hype is about because they're everywhere now. And I didn't know who they were. And I felt like a very old person. And I was like, all right, I'm going to investigate who these, like, people are. What's going on? Why is this a thing? Because I remember it being a fad in, like, 2013, 2014. And then it died. Kind of around the same time, like, Gundam style and all that shit came out. So, like, as a little, a lot of pop culture stuff that's overseas, it gets popular in the States for a little bit and then it dies out. The people that are into BTS, it's not gone away and it's just gotten bigger. They're on like, they're one of the few people now that are like constantly on like different like Grammys and TV shows and whatever. And I'm just, I was very like baffled by it. I was like, oh wow, they're like sticking around. What's the deal? Mm-hmm. And then I listened to a few of their songs and I'm like, okay. I get this. I, as the kids say, stand for this. This is great. And I was very much just like, oh, this is like fun, like happy, like music. It's not overtly sexual, but it's still just like, like, you know, just happy, peppy, but like a little flirty winky wink. And then I was like, okay, cool. I get this. This is cool. I appreciate this. This is funsies. And then I started watching some of the music videos and now I'm confused. The men are beautiful. They have weird haircuts. Like, they're all different versions of bowl cuts. Oh, yeah. They like they did the 2,000 haircuts, but nice. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, they're so handsome and beautiful at the same time. So I, I understand don't know, that. I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm very, like, am I? I don't they're just know. models. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, but That's I don't I find think. it sexual. Is that weird? No, like, I find no. them very beautiful to look at. But I'm not fangirling. I'm not like, ooh, this person is it's like sexy. When you, no, no, no. I, I completely but I understand. Still am what like, you mean. I am appreciating how beautiful they are. It's almost like they just don't look real. Mm. Like I want to be like, touch your face and be like, are you real? Are you a human? Yeah. I don't think you're a human. That's what I feel with hyper, hyper beautiful people. Like mm. I've seen them out and about where I'm like, oh my god, that person's beautiful. But no way, shape, or form am I like sexually attracted to them. Right. Because almost it feels like they are in another realm in which I it do was, not walk. It was what I would imagine like a Twilight <laughs> vampire world. to look like. Just like yeah. very smooth, but somehow angular. And then I was talking to a friend about it and like, oh, you're just being racist. You just don't like them because they're 
Asian. And You're like, I like, didn't say it. I'm like, like, it's not, I'm like, I know it. Because when I said it, I was like, they're just not normally my type. And they're like, oh, so you just don't like Korean people? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I would date a Korean man in but a they're heartbeat. Very, I think it's because they're very fashionable. I just, it was like the the aesthetic, I think, is what threw me off. Yeah. But then we, I like a man that's well-dressed. So I'm just like. That's what I was going to say. In America, so there's not a lot of well-dressed men who aren't gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I just, I, I got very confused and then overwhelmed. Sorry, man. It's true. Don't yeah. hate me. I was just like visually stimulated in ways that I didn't understand, but I didn't feel like, you know when you watch like a music video and the guy's like sexy and you're like, ooh, okay, I get this. I understand. Yeah. But it's, I think it's a, I want to go down more in the culture realm because I actually would like to know respectfully what their appeal is based on what is attractive to other countries. Does that make sense? Like, yes. I'm not in that realm where I'm They're like, cute. Yeah. They're just, they're universally cute. Yeah, but then, like, you can tell which one's, like, the quote-unquote bad boy. And I'm kind of like, okay, so, like, there's that guy that I kind of get. And then there's the other guy that's, like, very feminine. Like, he had very long lash. So, like, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of early Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He was cute. He was, like, handsome, sexy, and cute at the same time. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. This is a very weird tangent. I know. Please excuse. And please know I'm not trying to be offensive in any way. And if I am, I'm so sorry. I'm just really mentally processing why... I feel the things that I feel, feel strong towards <laughs> these new Korean pop stars. You know what? I don't blame you. I've been there. But yeah, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. It's nice. But like, <laughs> but then the other thing too is like, I don't, it's not my favorite type of music. I'm just enjoying it because when I listen to it, it, it elicits joy. Yeah. There's no sexualness around it. I don't feel sad. I just immediately am just like dancey dancey. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, happy thoughts, all these things. Mm -hmm. um, things that, um, you know, bring us happiness and whatever and joy. But, um, Onto our onto our meat, onto our conversation. We're gonna we're gonna talk about things that uh, are not necessarily joyful, but things that also uh, trigger you. What are what are your red flags? What what concerns you? The opposite of the surrender flag. Yeah. What if you see something and have an interaction that's like, hold on, hold on. Um, uh, what, this is what, wrong. This is not good, and I feel bad feelings about this. How do I now proceed? And uh, this conversation that we're having now as a podcast actually stems from a from a work conversation. And I got curious, and I went on the old with the old Instagram and did a little poll, a little so, survey, a little survey. So we're going to talk about that. We've been discussing it earlier before the podcast, and now I want to share it with you guys. So basically. Um, I asked on my Instagram as a poll that and asking if it was a deal breaker if you were dating someone and they liked a different sports team than you. And I don't care enough about sports yeah, for me now. Yeah. And that was the general consensus. A lot of people, it seems, that doesn't really care that much about sports. What was the percentage of people who said no? I'm just curious. A hundred percent. Whoa, cool. Good. So everyone's, everyone's normal. Everyone's on the same page and it's <laughs> normal. Kidding. 
I had one person message me and be like, it's not a big deal technically. It only would strike concern if it was like an extreme rival team and they were an ass about uh, and it. And they're like in playoffs too. Yeah. So <laughs> Playoff like, season. And that's my thing too is I was like, that's my point. If, if you like a specific sports team and someone that you care about doesn't like the same team, you should be okay with having like a friendly jabbing or even being like a little bit of shit talking yeah. like, haha, like, oh, your team lost, you suck. Like, you can do, I'm not, but don't bring them down. Yeah, that was my, that wasn't my point. My point was, would it be a deal breaker? Like, if you were on a date and then you found out that they didn't like the same team as you, would that be something that was a deal breaker? And the reason why I asked that is, I actually was on a date and um, I felt like the date was going well. I could have been reading the room wrong or whatever, but I felt like it was going generally well. Granted, first date. We're still getting to know each other. Yeah. So there's still room for growth and whatever. But I just noticed and rem- noticed and remembered that the moment I mentioned I was a Dodgers fan, the, the room energy changed and the tones kind of shifted. What was this team? It was the Angels. Oh. Which here's the deal. Um, if you're if you're Let's a Dodgers see. fan, you're actually more against the Astros more than anything. Like if you want to pick a rival, I think the Dodgers' worst rivals are actually the Giants. Like the Giants and the Dodgers do not like each other. That's just that's just the rules of the road. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Astros aren't really a big fan of them mm-hmm. as well as. I guess the Angels, you, it's, you know, it's the closest California rivalry, so I, I guess that. But mainly the Giants and um, the Dodgers do not hang, which I, I'm going to get. But at the same time, if I was dating someone and they were an Astros fan or even, like, a Giants fan, like... More fun. I would be like, all right, cool. Let's go. Let's go to a game and we'll just, you know, nag each other the whole time. But, like, in a fun, in a fun way. Playful banter. Yeah. I didn't think it was a deal breaker. So my... The reason why I asked, I asked a coworker because I was like the the energy in the date changed dramatically, mm-hmm. where I kind of felt it and was kind of like trying to like joke about other stuff and have other conversations, and he was just like not down, and I was just like, oh, okay. Since it's being a sensitive subject, I'll, let's change the subject now. And then like eventually, like the next day after the date had ended, I feel like it ended fine. We like hugged a chaste hug goodbye and whatever. And I was like, oh, whatever. It's the first date. We're still getting to know each other. Literally the next day, 24 hours, he messaged me. He was like, hey, like I just, you know, I don't think this is going to work out. And I'm not really feeling the same, whatever. And I was like, feeling the same. I didn't give you any kind of energy otherwise. Yeah. We're just getting to know each other. But he basically was just like, yeah, I just don't want to waste your time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're totally fine, dude. I respect that. Thank you for not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my time is valuable too, and if you're not down, and thank you for not stringing me along. Great, kudos, cheers, have a good life. But like, it's just like tone was really weird, and the way that he messaged me was like, yeah, I just, I just didn't really feel any good vibes or whatever, and I was just like, okay, oh, yeah, out, bye. all right. Um, but it was very much just like, okay, that's fine. But then I started thinking about the date as one does to be like oh when did the vibes change and i was like <gasps> dodgers it was because i was a dodgers fan and so basically i got off off the cuff asked i was like oh is this like a thing with guys is this like if you are like is it a red should flag? email the dodgers i lost a date because of you yeah y'all should take me on a date I would, <laughs> I would probably get plenty of dates maybe not from the players they're all married um, um but like 
one of the guys at work said like, oh yeah, like it doesn't bother a lot of people, but I feel like it's definitely a thing for some. And so I put on Instagram asking like, hey, is this a thing? Like, am I, like, would it be a deal breaker for someone if they were the opposite team? And a hundred percent of y'all said, no, it's not a big deal. So kudos, great. That concerned my, or that relieved some of my concerns. Some of y'all didn't vote, and I'm assuming that you probably would have voted for yes, but you just were embarrassed, so. But (laughs) I'm going to go with the numbers, and the numbers do not lie for right now. And they're saying it's not a big deal. That being said, though, it it is a big deal, you're embarrassed by it. Yeah, you're embarrassed (laughs) by your your issues where you just have to make it. Get over it, man. It has to be all about you. Next deal breaker. But, uh, so what made it... I made it continue whereas I said on that note what are your deal breakers of meeting someone new and I listed mine my deal breakers are or and also mentioned red flags I'm like what are your deal breakers what are your red flags what causes oh, yeah, red you flags, to like that's right. mm-hmm. meeting someone new essentially and I said my deal breakers and red flags are chewing with their mouth open when they only message you on Instagram big fat red flag mm-hmm. um and then when they gatekeep on anything nerdy, do mm-hmm. not be a gatekeeper, especially with nerdy stuff because it's not attractive. And then also when they say, it's because I'm such a nice guy. Nice guys finish last. If you have to say something like that, you're not a nice guy. You're fake and not nice at all. Um, so um, in that question, I was asking for specific responses of what were red flags, what were deal breakers, and I got a heck ton of responses, and I want to share them with y'all. Yes, please. They're fascinating. All right, so um, I'm going to just read just a few of them. So a, a, a red flag or a deal breaker, and you're going to chime in, Britt, if you, if you agree. And mm-hmm. Most of y'all will agree because some of these stuff, like if you don't agree, the audacity, the caucasity. Basically... Like, I feel like a lot of these will be like, don't be a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if you don't agree with some of the things that we're saying, then you're probably a sociopath, and I'm concerned, and please go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Or if you do these things, rethink it. Yeah. <laughs> if you do any of these things, ladies or gentlemen, um, re- reassess and... Check re- yourself before you wreck yeah, yourself. rethink your life, because um, you, you know, these are all bad. When things. I'm into it. All right. So, red flag slash deal breaker. Anyone who is rude... To service staff anywhere. Yep. Yeah. Dad, stop doing it. I'm kidding. Sorry, Dad. Be nice. <laughs> Tip well. Do not be a dick. Service industry, especially right now, is getting the short end of the fucking stick. We are at a quote-unquote 100% open capacity, but we are not 100% staffed. If you, can't, if you can't deal with waiting and being patient and kind to your service uh, industry workers, then you don't deserve to eat out, and you should probably just stay home. That's mm-hmm. just basically it. Like, you, you, you gone. You get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, one of another red flags or deal breakers for someone was a smoker. <laughs> um, I made a joke about this. I made a weed joke, and I thought it was funny. Um, I know they were talk- like, probably talking about cigarettes, but I was like, well, what if it's the weeds? What if Snoop Dogg yeah. gets you a joint? <laughs> and, but I'm like, yeah, we all know smoking is bad Smoking's and terrible not for cool. you. It's not good for you. Yeah, but, I know um, I sound like one right now, but it's only because yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. So, like, that definitely, I could understand that if it being a deal breaker for someone, it's a disgusting, weird habit. Is it thunderstorming? Dude, I swear, so we were just talking earlier, it's either gunshots or fireworks. That one, I'm not 100% positive. Ooh, yeah, noise. <laughs> or a tire popping. Oh, jeez, that was rumbly. 
Um, All are set at 10 p.m. The, the, this, this one will make you laugh, Brit. So if they say espresso. Espresso. Oh, oh, my goodness. When I see it in writing, it's even worse because they're truly experiencing wrong. If you don't, and we're only saying this because Megs and I really like coffee, but if you do say ex- espresso, just know, I understand it's fast. You think it's an express thing. No, it's espresso. Yes. P-R-E-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
to be like cool just and be like yourself. be the laid back girl. Realize who it's you're hot girl summer. Yeah. Just be yourself. Realize who you're trying to impress. Yeah. You're trying to impress the wrong people. And the people that you're going to attract are the emotionally available and the immature people. So like, yeah, no, mm-hmm. do, do you, don't worry about what other people think. We love you. I'm not like other girls. No, no, don't, don't do that. Do yourself. Do yourself. All right. Um, another one was if they talk about themselves the whole date or if they don't like animals. 100% agree. Uh, a friend of mine recently went on a first date and I said, hey, man, if she doesn't ask you a single question about yourself, then run. Yeah. No. That yeah. sign. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear don't about your new business venture, Chad. Like, no, thank you. And animals are better than people. So, yeah. If you don't like animals, you're a sociopath and probably a serial killer. Yeah. I'm very concerned if someone's like, I don't like animals. Really? How? Really? Like, not even, like, not even a cute one? <laughs> right? I, I understand if you don't like, you know, like, you know, wasps. But, like, if you see a cute little panda, like, please like How the panda. How can you not like a panda? Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking shit about other girls after they've dated. Yeah. Do not talk shit about your ex. Just don't talk about them. Yeah. Like unless unless there's a really really good reason to. If you're just bringing that shit up for no reason. Yeah. That's so dumb. I mean, it you, makes the girlfriend feel like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, bring it up for like you know knowledge purposes. Yeah. To bring people up to speed. But um, any kind of any kind of behavior that's like, oh, she was toxic. Or like, for or example, like she, if I see you drinking a Topo Chico, I'm like, oh, wow. Richie used to drink Topo Chico's all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Don't say that shit. Yeah. I don't like, know. It's unnecessary yeah. to the conversation at hand. <laughs> Calling any ex crazy. Don't you fucking dare call it. Nope. Dude, I just hate it when guys, mm-hmm. when guys call girls crazy in general. I understand. We are kind of crazy. <gasps> there is a song lyric. Though some women are demons, all of them are gods. <laughs> um, that is how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless unless an ex caused you some sort of trauma, physical or emotional, you don't need to bring them up. Just don't talk about them. It's none of your business. It's classi- classless and rude. Don't do it. How rude. Um, and this is an important one, the next one. Any yes. kind of casual or implicit racism. Don't be Fucked. racist. No, it's not in style. The slightest has not ever been in style, ever. It's called being a shitty human. We're all humans. Uh, we've talked about this before, so we won't... Yeah. You know how we feel about yeah, racism. No. Racism sexism. Bad. Yeah. Fuck nope. off with that shit. Unsubscribe. Nope. No bueno. I hate you. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Wait. Hmm. <laughs> I don't hate people. I just hate when people do terrible things. Some people I do hate. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to stop talking. Next question. Um, the Don't next one was... <laughs> the next one is when they say they're not looking for anything serious and when they don't wear a condom. Oh, man. That's always a combo deal. Have you noticed that too? The guys that are not looking for something serious are the ones that don't want to wrap it up. You know what's serious, Tanner? The Parenthood. <laughs> and, fatherhood. And fatherhood. Like, like, wrap it up. If you're in a serious relationship, yeah. Like, you know, raw dog it all you want. But um, for the love of God, please, wrap, your, up. Yeah, wrap your shit up. Some, some STDs, you can take a very disgusting medicine and it'll go away. And some stay with you forever. All right? Forever. Oh, man, this question makes me so angry. People are so messed up. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Wrap your shit up. All these make me angry because I feel like they're all like val- Again, don't be a shitty person. These are all valid deal breakers and red flags. Yeah. Yeah. But yet again, here we are. <laughs> Just, oh, boy. Um, the next one was when he doesn't like your friends or your family or your friends or your family don't like him. This is a complicated one because I agree because family is always important. Um, my thought was you don't need to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend doesn't need to be besties with everyone. Yeah, this could be fixed. But here's the thing, if there's a general distaste or there's something like wrong where your friends are like I don't like him. Oh. And they give you a specific reason yeah, why they don't Yeah, friends like him. I think are a better they could judge better I think yeah. than and family th- can. Fam- family can sometimes they do that can. too. It's more of like what I ask for this situation is if they don't like someone, then I would be like, okay, why? why? Why don't you like them? And if they can't give you a specific reason, then it's just either jealousy or frustration. But if your friends or your family can give specific reasons, like he does this, he mean to you for this reason, mm-hmm. like whatever, like just you got to... You got to trust some of your friends' judgments and you should trust your family as well. Mm-hmm. Also, if you ever have to pick someone over your family, like if it becomes an ultimatum situation, that should be a red flag. Yep. You should have a nice balance of family. They they should not necessarily like, you don't have to 100% agree with the family or whatever and there should be some sort of space. But if you ever am like, I choose this over another person, that that's scary. That's and rough. Sad because yeah, because you don't want to separate yourself from yeah, your day your, ones. You, so your family, your day yeah, ones. your families don't deserve that. You mm-hmm. don't have to agree with your family, and unless they're being like emotionally toxic to you, you shouldn't have to cut them out over a boyfriend. And or if girlfriend. you don't have a family, then your friends. Yeah, because you only like, and I always it always breaks my heart when I hear about people that have to cut out their family for toxic reasons, and I. I support everyone's mental health decisions or whatever, but, like, please know that, like, that should be your final last result. Don't cut out family because that's, that's a scar that cannot be healed. You know what I mean, Jelly Beans? Yeah. Um, also, on a side note, if you haven't met friends and family and it's been over four months, you're, oh. you're not the one. Just yep. straight up. Nope. If they think that they're the one, you want to introduce them immediately. Yep. I made that mistake and my dad tried to fight my fiance, which is why I said this is a mistake. I mean, this is the thing that can be fixed. Because when my dad first met my fiance, um, he threatened to go fight him and told him to fucking leave the building. Uh, and in that moment, I chose to go with my boyfriend because my dad was being a jerk. Uh, but now they're they're good buds. Yeah, they're good buds. It's 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 so important to like have that introduction and whatever because not only does it legitimize your guys' relationship, but it legitimizes your feelings. Um, usually around the three or fourth month is when I start to like really kind of question what the relationship is. Same, exactly. And that's when I start to do like that. What are we kind of thing? Yep. If uh if I've dated you and we've reached that point and you haven't met family before, there's probably a reason. And like fun fact. Um, I haven't had a guy come over and meet my family in years. And that says a lot about my dating choices. But it's also good that you're not just bringing anyone over. Yeah, Because that's exhausting to introduce randos to your family because my poor family has met six men. Yeah. (laughs) And by the time I was 23. (laughs) 
My family, it's so bad. My family has met three. And I have not dated three people. <laughs> to be honest with y'all, I've dated more. Um, but yeah, the, the off and on ones, the ones that really had no interest in making our quote unquote relationship official. They don't, if they don't go through the fan, friend and family gauntlet, they don't, they're not it. My unfortunate thing is a lot of my situationships have gone through the friend gauntlet, but they haven't gone through the family gauntlet. So a lot of my friends know a few of my quote unquote exes. Um, but it's weird to even call them an ex because until you are, meet my family, I don't consider you an ex. We were no, just that's good. we were just like friends with benefits, and I emotionally attached myself to you. And in my heart, you're an ex, but in my mind, you're not. Anyway, continuing. <laughs> um, uh, the next few ones are the ones that triggered me because of actual things that I've experienced. Uh, the only activities we do together are the ones that he wants to do. Ugh. Yeah, that made that was my reaction too. Was ugh, because I years gone through that shit. I broke up with someone after six months because that was the case, and yeah. I was like, "You are boring." Yeah, I'm leaving. It's not fair. It it causes animosity and yeah, truly frustration. Don't just got to do things that you both like to do. Don't be selfish. Um, the next thing that triggered me immensely was. If he yells or swears at you, refuses to apologize, and doesn't take your safety into consideration. Mm -hmm. All three of those fucking wrecked my shit because I have experienced that. Especially the refuses to apologize. How fucking dare you? Like, don't don't even know. And, and some people are just really, really bad at apologizing. So to play devil's advocate... In those situations, I will ask that person or I'll set it up for them. I'd be like, hey, today you really hurt me in this way. Tomorrow, I'm just saying this. I am expecting an apology. I have things to apologize about too, but oh, I really yeah. need you to apologize to me. I think that's the thing for me too. Where it's and eventually like, they learn, hopefully. I think you're something happens to people when they say sorry if they were not raised in a way where it's like sorry doesn't necessarily equal fault in the situation but sorry acknowledges feelings and you're allowed to feel your feelings like anyone that doesn't learn that either later in life or as a young person causes a lot of issues later in life yeah because you need to know how to say sorry and i always like to do though i'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Your feelings are incredibly mm -hmm. valid. That being said, I also would like an apology because my feelings are also valid. I think pe people think that once you say sorry, it's now your fault. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. In every argument, moving forward, I want to I wanted do this with whatever relationship that I end up with. But I want it to be a thing where it's like, if I apologize, it's not about admitting fault and vice versa. Mm -hmm. what, we're, what you're doing to apologize is you're acknowledging each other's feelings. And so, like, wording it in the best possible way where it's like, it's not about having a fight and who wins the fight. Oh, no way. Being winning of the fight it's is fucking being trash. being real about how you're feeling. But everyone's feelings are valid. Even yeah. the person who technically, quote unquote, would be in the wrong. They have, yeah, they have their own view of the situation. Maybe it's completely misconstrued. Right. Um, I have a little, this is not quite a tangent but kind of it's a little pro tip for relationships whenever you're approaching a difficult conversation 
Whenever you feel wronged, I love, and this sounds cliche, but I always stick to it and it's turned out great so far, is I use um, me statements and not you statements. Mm, I feel this good. way because this kind of thing affects me in this way. I can say, when you do this, I feel this, but not saying like, you did this and you did this and that's wrong. Just be like, okay, you did this. And I feel this way now. And then ultimately, it's either like, I just want you to know that or it could turn into a, how can we make this better? Right. How, right. why did you do, oh, there's that you. Um, what way can we make this better? Yeah, is there a different yeah. way Making to approach it this? about we is a big thing we, too, mm-hmm. especially in a relationship. I know it's very hard. I'm I'm victim of this as well. But trying to not be defensive, I think, is a big thing as well. Yeah, and it's so hard. But you just have to... Yeah. Just acknowledging your own feelings and that your feelings are valid, but also the other person's feelings are valid too. Yeah. So having that conversation and not being afraid to apologize. If you apologize, if you're completely in the wrong, say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Like the, if you have regrets the next day... What's you the feel worst shitty? thing that's gonna happen? They're not. If they're a good person, they're not gonna lord over your sorry. Yeah. If they're a bad person and they lord over your sorry, or hang it over your head, or make you feel like shit for saying sorry, then they're not a good person. You should dump them that way. Anyway, I mean, continuing. Yes. <laughs> um, this one was one of the ones that I, I'm grateful I've never experienced, but I felt it was important. If they throw stuff around you, can't control themselves when they're mad, punches, punches walls, or breaks shit. Dude, fuck that. Yes, that, I've experienced this. Dear God, run away. Not run. my boyfriend, fortunately, but I've experienced a relationship yeah. where it's like yeah. this. It's terrifying. Like, men or women, if you are ever violent towards your significant get other. Get out. Like, or that they're violent yeah. to you. Excuse me. Please get out. It's not toxic. Get out, it's, get out, get out. It's not it's, normal. It's not normal. It's, it's not very normal. toxic. They don't need Excuse your me. help. They need help from yeah. a professional any, any moment of like physical things are it's bad it's very toxic please love of god uh get leave out. them um all right this one was this one was kind of a complicated one but i would like your opinion on it so yeah. when they compliment at first and then they joke make start to make jokes at your expense and then those jokes start to outnumber the compliments so they start out very flattering and then they'll like tease you and kind of make fun of you and then, then it starts to become like a habit and a way of like poking at you oh this is hard this it's one's a hard one it is really hard because some people's love language is teasing right right so one of my I, good friends we talk shit to each other all day long but you know what we both kind of like it yeah okay so that, that was my thought too because and my commentary was i'm all okay with light teasing yeah. But anytime any kind of joke becomes unprompted, that's a keyword, and mm. cruel, mm. that's another keyword. Mm-hmm. You should never be poking fun at a woman's weight or their age, and you should never poke fun at a man's masculinity levels, Mm-mm. as well as any kind of issues they have with their parents. Those are big triggers for men, and those are the other ones I listed before are big triggers for women. And if you go down that, you're hitting the fucking jugular, and you better have thick skin. I did it on accident get, once. Yeah, you're going to get bit. And I just know this from experience, y'all. Like, anything that's cruel, and if you know, and that also can pertain to if you know Something that your significant other is very sensitive about and you choose to pick oh, on that. Oh, then that's shitty. That's shitty. Yep. 
So, like, I was, that was my elaboration where I was like, if they're not okay with a little bit of teasing, they're not going to handle me because I'm a little bit of a sass pants. But if anyone's particularly cruel in their jokes, yeah. it's not funny. And also, if they are making fun of you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable or sad or angry, like, don't be afraid to vocalize that. And if they're a good person, they'll be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or like, oh, I didn't know it affected yeah. you that way. And they'll be good and they won't do it again. Yeah. If they are, if they continue to do it, they are shitty, leave them. Yeah. And, <laughs> an, and another note Bye. too, like there shouldn't, and I agree with this too. When the jokes start to outnumber the compliments and saying nice things for no reason, like just say some nice things. Yeah. If it starts to just be like this, like pestering, like oh, I'm just teasing you, like okay, but when do you say something nice about me? Like oh, you look nice today, or mm-hmm. oh, I like your hair, or hey, that shirt looks really, you look really handsome in that outfit, or like I like your haircut. Yeah. Men love a haircut compliment. Like tell them they look handsome too. I know. Oh, boys I'm, love boys it. Boys love being My told fiance. they're handsome. Loves it. Yeah. So like, I, I, I keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Like, compliment, people love to hear compliment good your little your spouse friends and your all your lady friends. And Tell them randomly too. It's best when it's out of the blue, and you're like, you know what? You're just re- you're a really funny person, or you're really smart, or you're beautiful, and I love you. Yeah. Best. Just just do it. Just happy little compliments. Um. Yeah. So the next one before the last one so far is um. Reckless driving or aggressive driving. This is me. When you drive with them and they're driving aggressively, and the quote was, I don't fuck with that. So I Brit, don't. Brit, don't fuck with that. So, I don't. So, and my commentary was, road rage is toxic and terrifying and very unsafe. And this is coming from like a personal level. I have both, I have family members and friends who would drive me around. And I have had too many like close calls in cars where like reckless driving literally terrifies me, triggers me. I I am terrified of cars because people die every day in cars. And so if someone is driving recklessly or they are really they're easy to like try to fight with someone on the road. I'm like, you obviously have some issues. You're being too much cheesemo for me. Sorry. Like, get over it. There are bigger things in life to be mad at than the <laughs> five-second encounter you have with someone on the road. Also, you're in a freaking, like, five-ton death vehicle. vehicle. Death vehicle. If you were aggressive... I'm not dying for you. Yeah, if you're aggressive in a basically a deadly weapon, that's manslaughter, my friends. Yep. Um, road rage is dangerous, as I said before. Um, I would like to have... My any kind of relationship that I have in the future, and I'm just like putting this out into the universe. If I'm in a relationship and we are not like sweet jamming to like some tunes, and I'm like hand feeding you a French fry whilst you're driving, and we're going some on like some sort of cool camping adventure, like I don't want it. Like I want every <laughs> I want every car situation to not have any kind of anger no. or upsetting. I want it to be like, hey, you want to go somewhere cool? You want to go get dinner? Do you want to go get freaking French fries and just sit in the parking lot and like listen the to car tunes? Is a new door opening? Yeah. So like, no. Like any if I go into a car and I feel anxiety immediately when I walk in, I'm out. No, no, no. Yep. And then my last one that we'll, we're going to end this little segment on is I I like this quote. And you can say he or she, but um, if you feel like shit, he ain't it. <laughs> yeah. 
if you feel like garbage guys i think all of them sum up to this one (laughs) yeah and that that, and that's why i wanted to end on that note because it basically sums it up if a girl makes you feel like crap gentlemen if a if if a man makes you feel like crap if you wake up every day you don't feel good about the relationship if you don't feel uplifted and treasured like the freaking creature of of, of the Lord that you are. <laughs> and uh, like, what, if you don't just wake up being like, I am so happy, then you need to leave. And I know it's hard. It's hard to leave people because you love them or you have Dude, a your partner history. Your make you feel special. Pat- exactly. 100%. You never stop dating someone. Like if let's say you're in a serious relationship and it's seven years down the road, still try to make them feel special. You guys are each other's person. Like if that person is making you feel like shit, then can you imagine feel, like spending the rest of your life feeling like shit? Right. And you know, it doesn't mean that you won't go through hardships. Yeah. Like, life is hard. It doesn't mean that you're planning on marrying them. But why not have fun with someone else for a little bit? <laughs> but, like, and, and like my, ultimately, the whole thing is it's, like, you, you really, whether marriage is your end goal or otherwise, yeah. I, life is too short to deal with people that make you feel like crap. True that. And I feel like... You know, there's going to be ups and downs, especially in any kind of relationship. But any moment that you feel like inadequate or terrible or whatever, and they make you feel like shit, then it's probably something you either need to address via therapy or you should probably leave because your happiness is ultimately the best thing. And I know it's hard to be alone. I've struggled being alone for a hot minute now almost seven years now and um it's something that i struggle with daily but ultimately like i had to go through all those hard things Mm -hmm. and a lot of those things that we talked about just now a few of those deal breakers i put up with for a very long time and now they're deal breakers for me because it will trigger that motion and that energy where i'm like you know what i went through that i don't want to go through that again Mm -hmm. and i think that's that is the lesson that I want to bestow upon this segment. I think that is a wonderful way to end the segment. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to episode twelve of Talking in Tangents, um, Red Flags and Dirt Bags. I'm kidding. I don't know what we're gonna call it yet. Yeah, <laughs> we figure it out like as soon as we're uploading the episode. <laughs> yes, yes. And thank you for my Instagram friends for Woo! putting up with my my long laborious stories of random questions i know you were probably like why it's is perfect. this bitch asking these random questions little do they why, know why is she reposting these answers because it's all for content hoes <laughs> for content and for what do they call when people interact interactions fuck <laughs> i don't know it's 11 p.m yes, yes this is all for content thank you <laughs> I'm just like at Bo Burnham when he's like I made you some content We made you some very serious but also slightly funny but kind of serious also topic content Woo-hoo.